Hello, everyone. This is uh, Mitch Brown. Eric Kinsman. Jack Thompson. Here with yet another episode of Banter. As you can all hear, uh, I'm sounding a bit under the weather, but uh, not going to stop me from getting in the studio and recording a great episode. You, you sound good to me. Not only is stop this it. not only is this a great episode, Mitch, but but what is the importance of this episode? Uh, today we're going to be looking at uh, climate change in very in particular with uh, the Paris summit on climate change happening uh, this week and last week. Um, so exactly what has gone down there um, is these nations are getting together and assessing the damage that humans have caused to the planet, um, and it's tragic how how bad it's gotten at this point. So uh, what are some things that you guys have heard just in the news recently about climate change? Um, it's estimated to have gone up, what, one degree? I think I think it's gone up uh, to two degrees. Is it two degrees? I th- or is that the projected? Oh, sorry. That's projected, yes. Yeah. Sorry. So it is at w- about one degree. It's about a one degree increase and a two degree. And that's Celsius, so that would be yep. like four degrees Fahrenheit. Ah, gotcha. So. Global yeah, warming? That's yeah. Global warming for whatever reason we don't know. Well that's interesting. We've got a pretty good we idea got some of guesses. What's, what's going on so here. Have, the the thing with global warming though, it's gone up four degrees Fahrenheit on average from years previous. How, how do they how do it's they pretty much in the in the industrial time period for the United States and okay. for Europe. Uh, it's gone up about a degree from normal gotcha. temperature. Uh, and greenhouse emissions have completely skyrocketed mm-hmm. uh, at a crazy level. It's never gone up this quick in planetary history, uh, which makes sense considering there's only been one industrial revolution uh, made by humans. But anyway, uh, some of the effects of climate change have been absolutely detrimental to the health of everything. Yeah. Um, last night I watched a TV special. Uh, something about the extinction period that's going on right now. A mass extinction, the sixth mass extinction is currently going on and could potentially have been caused by human beings. Man. And it's projected that we could be losing uh, 50% of all species of life on Earth. That is crazy. By the end of this mass extinction. Um, So, I mean, things are getting pretty bad. Uh, One detail in particular was the oceans that's of utmost importance yeah. to the planet it covers 71 percent of the planet and the oceans kind of help to keep the planet clean yeah and it's getting a little full you know it can only handle so much garbage and so what's going on with all these carbon emissions is that the carbon in the air two-thirds of it ends up into the in the oceans and the carbon combines with the hydrogen in the water and forms an acid and it's just making its way through the ocean, and it's raising the pH, or lowering the pH, making it more acidic in the oceans, and making it more difficult for ocean life to live. Mm. Which, not that's, good. And no. uh, <clears throat> going off of that, uh, I I saw in the news, I read an article about uh, 337 whales uh, all died and were washed up on the uh, Chilean coast. Which is crazy. Which is, th- I first insane. read it, I was like 337, like, but like when you think about that and you see pictures. And you think about the I, size I, of whales. I encourage like, you to go look that. at some of these pictures. They're, they're not the greatest of sights, but 
337 that whales these are large yeah. animals like if you and, think about the and these size are, these aren't the, the ones that are just being hunted these whales are just yeah and there's and up. they yeah. were and they weren't yeah exactly there weren't um any sort of physical uh damage to them they it wasn't a direct uh it wasn't a direct result of humans they weren't like whalers or anything uh what they theorize is um these whales got off course in their migration and ended up somewhere where they uh, the temperature wasn't right for them, and mm. they uh, and they the they were they didn't have food to eat, and they ended up dead. And that's just a theory. Uh, we don't know for sure. Pretty yet. early now, right? So we so can't ask the whales. It's only been about a week, and we yeah we can't ask them. Um, so but, did did all this happen in in just a couple of days? All the whales washing up, right? Or? Yeah, yeah. Wow. It all happened. So they were all assuming. In yeah, the, it was, in the same area, it the was same a, pod. Yeah, ex- yeah there's a, it was a pod, and it was a uh, mass death of 337 whales. And there could be more that aren't on the shore that are at the bottom of the ocean or whatever. Well, and I know that there's there's been the big issue of the polar bear mass extinction. Extinction, you know that big companies like Coke have, you know, they've kind of well, tried to. That brings me to another point. You know, these big companies that are producing CO2 emissions. You know, Coca Cola is one of the biggest companies. In the entire world, uh, thank you, Coca-Cola. Uh, thank anyway, you, Coke. but for Coca-Cola sponsor for this episode talks about being a sponsor of, you know, an advocate helping to fight climate change. When they're one of you the know, biggest proponents of it, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just large companies, large producers like that are bringing in, bringing on a lot of the difficulties that come uh, that bring on climate change with the CO two emissions and yeah. things of that nature. So. Are you asking, do you think that it's moral for them to, like, well, try and sponsor that? Or what, what do you I was, want I was just trying to drop that idea in your head because I do want to come back to that. But right now I want to ask about this, this summit that's going on. Do you guys think that this summit is going to help whatsoever? Um, it's, it's better than nothing. It, it's cool so. to see – or it's good to see that they're taking some sort of initiative. Yeah, it's good to see that people care, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and it's an issue that they – think should be addressed and are trying to address. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I not trying to get off topic, but um, in wake of the recent events, there's a lot of controversy around uh, the, the summit. As you know, most people know, there was an attack, a terrorist mm-hmm. attack yep. in Paris. And about a couple of weeks later, there's all of a sudden a summit meeting. Yeah. Uh, just to address that, uh, I've heard that a few times. Um, huh. That is yeah, that, that is, is an interesting the, place to have it. It's you interesting, know? Uh, but these, these things have been planned out pretty. Yeah, far. exactly. These things have been. This was not just a spur of the moment decision. Yeah, like, like, ah. We, I, the UN had decided to have this summit meeting mm-hmm. well in advance. That is interesting, though, because you know that they definitely could communicate and, they, and change locations. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. didn't. Uh, they probably considered it, but they probably didn't. Right. I'm glad that they didn't. You know? And that's exactly what the terrorists want want you to do: is uh, exactly. change your way of life. They uh, want people not to live come in to, live in yeah. fear and change the way you live your life be- as a result of that fear. And it's powerful to see us, you uh, know, the I would UN like, not doing that. I would like to know what ISIS's stance is on climate change. Oh, that yeah. would actually be quite interesting to right. me. Do they hmm, do they care? Is that on their radar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you think if you think about it, though, like. It should be. I don't but. know. If, I don't know if <laughs> they're mine. just hyper obsessed with, w- like, watching the world burn type thing, or if it's, you know, their ideology and they want this type of society, and then environment would, 
be something that they would consider. You know? We'll have to, maybe we can get maybe one we can on ask them. Yeah. That would be, if we could land an interview like that, that'd be really cool. It would skyrocket <laughs> the views on this, on this <laughs> podcast. By jokes, jokes. Well, this, this yeah. isn't real. Yeah, sadly, <laughs> not, yeah. This, is, this will sadly not be happening. Anyways, but uh, this, uh, what's going on here at this summit? Is it going to create any great change? I think that I don't know if it's going to create any great change, but I think after having the summit, um, different nations may put laws into place that are, you know doing specific things to help out the environment which could put a dent in it but i honestly don't know if we can recover and if we are trying to recover to what point are we gonna so get there uh like what's our goal to answer mitch's question um i'm reading here that um as a result of the summit meeting uh a organization by the name of the Solar Alliance has uh, started and it was started with the uh, Indian Prime Minister and he announced uh, um, he announced at the 2015 summit that uh, he and along with the French president uh, intend to pr- uh, propose creating an alliance of solar rich countries similar to the organization of the petroleum exporting countries so essentially be a uh, greener, more uh, uh, environmentally so like, friendly alliance. Hmm. I like so, it. Like solar powered. Right. Or? Yeah. Exactly. Solar rich. That's com- interesting. Yeah. And well, I think that one of the things, a big stride that people have made is to recycle to help the environment. Mm-hmm. But recycling can only know, do so uses, much, and it uses energy. Yeah. It, so. I have thought about this before. I wonder if we'll find later down the road that recycling actually doesn't do that much for Uh the environment because it may help in one way, but it is, you know, hurting it in another way. I know my family has a recycling bin. Actually, we have two for whatever reason. And but do you do do your guys' family? Oh, your absolutely. Household have, yeah, we have uh, we have like the recycle and the trash that we yeah, take and down. Yeah, and I believe Noblesville the city that we live in and I actually live in Westfield but that's just a provided thing yeah for us well you yeah. know for us here in Hamilton County at the very least right yeah and but do we know where that goes I mean I I, I don't have no know idea I have no idea and and I, I don't we, know the process yeah, exactly. of recycling for all we know they could just be going straight into the dump I've thought about that like if you if you put some like like a bologna sandwich in the recycle bin <laughs> on accident but then all the other stuff's paper yeah do they just sort out the organic materials and then they keep and some places they don't recycle glass other places you can yeah so like i wonder how much of our recycling actually gets recycled and reused yeah and i know dasani water bottles are like yeah we use recycled stuff but it's just the the green cap is the only thing that's recycled nothing else is so it's like well what really really i find quite interesting is that we use plastic something that lasts so long yeah and we use it for about five minutes. Yeah. And then we're done with it yep. forever, and we don't want to use it again. It has a one-use lifetime. And styrofoam. But it la- Yeah, and styrofoam. And, and, not even, and they last forever. And not even the pollution it creates by throwing it away and sitting in a landfill. It or even floating to, around in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. But also to create those things, uh, the process of fabricating plastic and styrofoam and things like that, you need a lot of heat and a lot of 
oil and resources, uh-huh. yep. and that produces smoke, which also goes into the atmosphere. And so, the way I see it, we've got we've got two options. We can either uh, create new technology that's going to be able to replace all this inefficient energy, or we are going to just have to make serious sacrifices in how much we, how much and what we can consume. Yeah. Another big issue, not only is the burning of fossil fuels, but is agriculture, uh, feeding of livestock. Three quarters of all of the vegetation agriculture is used to feed livestock. That's crazy. And it yeah. takes up a ton of space, and it's a ton of food. A lot of those things are GMOs, too. Yeah. Yeah. And those are things that we need. You know, that's necessary for our survival. Well, I, well, we don't necessarily need as much meat as we consume. You we know, don't. We, we take a very, we have, especially here in the U.S., it's a very highly meat-based diet. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot. I mean, meat, I eat meat is probably every meal. Yeah. And you don't need the amount, I don't yeah. know, the amount of protein, the amount of meat you need a day. And I, you can get protein from other things. It's too. relatively yeah. small. I believe it's like less than the cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's crazy how much goes into uh, feeding these animals. And not only feeding the animals, these cows, but the gases that these cows produce. The cow, oh, yeah. cows produce methane. Yeah. And methane is a much more harmful green, greenhouse gas than CO2 because mm-hmm. it Produce, it's, it makes the greenhouse effect yeah. work more quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, l- and I think it – check my facts here, but I think it's quite literally from their farts. Yeah. 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 It's from their stomach. There's manure. It's, when they're yeah. breaking down those leafy foods that they eat, the grass and such, and, then and they when they the feed. And when they defecate their uh, – Yep. Yeah. The fumes. So, they can fill a 55-gallon bag with uh, methane. That is in, crazy. In a day. They, wow. they do tests where they've got... One cow? Don't light yeah. a match. Yeah. Do not light a match. I, Think about that, though. Like, wow. So, one thing, I haven't really thought about this, but as humans, we, you know, we are an intelligent species, kind of, and... Um, we like to think so. We like to think so. And most so, intelligent on Earth. Yeah, so do you think that it's not only our responsibility to um, to cut down on our use of, um, like, not only emissions and different things like that, but, like, cows? Do we need to find a way, you think, to well, reduce uh, the methane that they, like, well, I mean, put it, them in a specific the, house or something, you know? I think the amount of cows that are living on this earth is at an unnatural high. There yeah. are 1.3 billion cattle. Yeah. on earth and i yeah. don't think that would would it's be not a natural, natural thing. yeah not be a naturally occurring thing absolutely so, not. so then that brings us like so that, that is a direct result of humans how do we get how do how do we get it back to natural how do we know what natural and you know can we even can handle we? that because I, we're so accustomed to a certain lifestyle and americans mm-hmm. don't like to sacrifice things and i don't think what we're looking for is necessarily get it back to the natural balance of things but just to a place where it's not there's no sort of impending doom or destruction yeah and we want to we want to stay here for a while so i think we're because we don't have a whole lot of options right yeah. now. yeah we, we don't we cannot go somewhere else right as of right now yeah yeah and then throw back to uh our space or space episode space yeah. episode was space. a beta yeah it was a beta, but apocalypse. But we did our first episode. Yeah, the, is and the, this is doom. 
this is an apocalyptic And if I recall era. correctly, I did say that we were going to melt the polar ice caps and then it was going to be Waterworld. Yeah, and but throwback to that space episode that was unreleased, we did talk about, I think it was going to be 2100 before we could actually get to Mars. And that, yeah. and that is... Um, that is before, like we. That's when we will start. Like, yeah, who knows what, when we yeah. can actually live Send a, col- a colony of people? You exactly. know, that's totally different. So we're gonna have to. We got some more time here on. We Earth. gotta innovate. Yeah, we got to innovate. And so, are we going to innovate, or are we going to meet our demise? Are uh, we gonna be able to know, overcome one, this challenge? One or the other, for sure. I uh, think that I think that this the summit is cool, and I think some stuff will get done, but. I guarantee you that they're, I mean, especially in the United States, people aren't going to listen to all the rules just because it's pe- hard people to, don't like change for in sacrificing well, of, it's not of just their change. things. It's being able to make a sacrifice for, I mean, think about your kids is one thing. Yeah. Thinking about your grandkids, you know, you care about them. But thinking beyond yourself, beyond how it would affect you, is extremely difficult for any human being to do. Yeah. But, I mean, this program that I was watching last night uh, – these guys in, uh, I think it was Indonesia, maybe. Uh, they live in a very small village, and they don't, they can't grow crops or anything. So they've been, they started hunting manta rays because in China, the gills of a manta ray are considered in folklore to cure cancer, and so they will go out and they will kill a couple hundred manta ray in a week. That's crazy. And yeah. then they will take them apart, take them for their gills. And then they'll chop them up. And these guys know that the manta ray numbers are going down. And one of them was, he said, uh, I, I, I realize that the numbers of manta rays are going down. And I'm concerned about what's going to happen to my kids. Because there's nothing for his kids to do. Ah. Uh, like his kid is going to not have, if there's no, he wants. He's not going to have manta rays to hunt. And he's not ever going to know what a manta ray is. If, that's, if that's they don't crazy. stop. But it, they don't have any options, apparently. Yeah. Because. There's just so little that they have available to them, and I think that's to the, excel. I think that's the that's the thing that was kind of the point that I was getting as that people, I think people will sacrifice the greater good of everyone else for themselves. You know, we're selfish in in mm-hmm. nature. We, you know, it, it's hard to say that I would die for a cause, and everyone isn't going to to realize how important it is to be a part of this movement I am yeah, Are you hopeful or do you think that this is a hopeless case which is it I don't think it's a hopeless case I think that lots of things are going to happen in the future in this next um generation that is coming after us is going to be very green I think I think composting upcycling lots of things like that are going to happen it's already been kind of on an upswing from the 90s, you know. Mm-hmm. That's when oh, it yeah. kind of started and now it's getting into political, you know, big issues, but I think that the thing that's going to kill us is the earth. What about you, Jack? What do you think's going on? Do you think that there's any hope in this case? Do you think humans are going to be able to manage this? I think <clears throat> it it has to either go yeah, there's only pretty much two options is change or not change and die um and i i hope and i hope that we change and i think that um if we can really uh get 
some of these policies and laws and uh, regulations in place like they're trying to get handled at uh, the summit mm-hmm. here in, or over in Paris. Um, I think there is a good chance, and I think it's just very important that we that people are educated and aware of what they're doing. And I think if that if those things uh, fall into place, then yes, I think we're we'll be able to uh, be uh, we'll take care of this planet and live here longer. And I and I and I genuinely hope so, mm-hmm. because um, this is our planet, and it's our job. Like Eric was saying, it's our it's job our home. to yeah, it's our home. And uh, we we're doing it. We're it's our fault that it's uh, yeah in trouble, and we need to get it out of trouble because we, we mm-hmm. we're the only ones who can do it. Uh, yeah, so I think with with the title of the most educated species on the planet, I think we we have lots of responsibilities. Yeah, the, on the dolphins the dolphins aren't going to do it. So yeah. And uh, going back to what you said earlier, Eric, about uh, this whole next generation being very green. Um, for me personally, I think that we're going to be able to overcome this issue. Yeah. But I'm worried about uh, what else is going to be left after we figure out a way to beat this. The uh, yeah, that's what's concerning to me because can we repair the atmosphere? Like, well, how, not only can th- we do that. I mean, the atmosphere is going to have high carbon for a while. Yeah. After it's in there, once it's in the air, it then has to make its way through the carbon cycle before it can be mm-hmm. put back somewhere else. You okay. know, and, and also, so. Because are we doing any damage that is irreversible? That's, that's yeah, constantly. Yeah, so, I mean, it, well, it's not irreversible, but it just it's a it's a long process to change. That, and, not in our I lifetime. Mean, there's, there's a huge there's a huge hole in the ozone. It's Ex- not yeah. supposed to be there, and yeah, and it's gonna, it's slowly fixing itself. Yeah, and it, but it's, it's not a back, quick process. But it won't be repaired anytime soon. In in, in our lifetime and our children's lifetime, even yeah. if we stop all. Yeah, and we—I mean—we have pr- stopped producing a lot of the chemicals that are mm-hmm. causing the depletion of ozone. You know, I don't—I think it's completely illegal. Um, yeah, yeah, but and, there's uh, the, it's yeah, it's still there's it, still such a big issue. Yeah, that it's, yeah, it's—I mean—it's still there. The hole is still there, but it is slowly repairing. So, do you think it's going to turn into like a Wally type thing? I don't think we're going to be dry and vaporized. What's going to happen is is the water is going to be uh, more acidic. Than it has been in the past. Okay. And it's, there's going to be a lot more of it. And there's yeah, there's going to be more water, and there's going to be less life because of the di- the change in pH that's happening so quickly. And if we if we um, go back to history, how many ice ages have we had? Seven, nine. I don't know, but we've we've had we've, five we've had mass extinctions in the past. And we've, I think, obviously we wouldn't live here as long as we can, but those other extreme heat situations and extreme cold situations those have happened on earth in the past it would be silly to think that that's not going to happen again yeah and those things have been tipped over by balances in the earth that were you know skewed so mm-hmm. i think that that it's just kind of a natural thing that is going to happen and the only thing that we can do is deal with it yeah and well one of the things that i saw in this tv show that i think was the hit me the most was there was this one male bird in Hawaii, the last of his species. Wow. And he was he would sing this song. You know, he was a songbird. And he was, it was supposed to be a duet with any potential mate. Mm-hmm. And so he would just constantly sing his part over and over again because no one would ever return because he was the only one of his species left. That is Ouch. heartbreaking. That is incredibly sad. And then he died. That's a real thing. Yeah. Wow. 
And I mean, there's so much going on in our world, but can you imagine being the last one of your species or being the last species on the planet? Like, yeah, I think we can make it through this, but I don't know if everyone else can. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're not as. And do we really want to be here if we're the only ones left? Like, definitely not. That would be it. I mean, think of not ever knowing what some of the animals look like that you've heard of. Right. And I think that's the, and uh, no one really knows the point of life, but the point of life, some think, is to extend and prolong life and uh, Mm -hmm. and be a facility of life. And if we can't do that, if we. we're so focused on ourselves that in the that other animals and species fall because of us i don't think we're really doing our job i I agree with that i think and i think that if laws and stuff are put into place like they already have uh for the ozone and things but um restricting lots of pollution and um i think one of the biggest things that needs to be restricted is the amount of waste that we use Mm mm-hmm um, specifically in America, I know in other countries that I've been to, it's not as, you know, when we get silverware at a restaurant, yeah. it's in a little individual plastic wrapper with a little napkin and it's all plastic, you know? Yeah. And then you use the spoon and you throw it away. Yeah. Or and you, you, don't, you don't even use, you don't the even knife. use, right, yeah, yeah, you, you just throw, use the fork. Exactly. You don't even use the spoon or the knife I mean, type thing. We, here at lunch, we have that. I know. Yeah. So like, I think there's stuff like that, that just all the individual packaging that we have here, just all the waste, I think that that is going to be the first thing to, to go. What so, about you, Jack? Do you have something real quick? Well, yeah. Oh, I mean, go on with your question. Uh, what do you think is the first thing that needs to get fixed before we... Yeah, uh, before? F- the I think the fo- burning of fossil fuels and coal, which I guess is a fossil fuel. Yeah. Um, I think we all do that. And it's not necessarily necessary uh, anymore. There's other solutions, and I think obviously we I mean, we could develop it. We're three s- smart young men, but I think that <laughs> there <laughs> there are. Uh, I think that the technology in more green, like battery powered cars, hydrogen yeah. powered cars, and they've proven to work. Yeah, and and they do work, and they're just the technology is not quite there, and the industry is is not quite we've there just, yet. Yeah, we, we're to, just so to sell deep. them and produce them, but we're so uh, diversified in the energy sector. Yeah. We can, we can, we can send people in outer space. I'm pretty sure we can make battery powered cars. Yeah, that are worth. We need to. We can. Yeah, we can fix our Earth. I think if we can go into space and, part and explore of, all these yeah, other and places, part of, you know, and part of the issue is uh, these these refueling stations. Uh, you have to charge. There's not very many of those, which is making yeah uh, things like uh, battery-powered cars um, not an inconvenience. As, yeah, an inconvenience yeah, and not exactly. as not as effective as they could be. And, and they're very expensive. And I recognize that um, battery-powered cars need to be charged, and their electricity isn't necessarily from green mm-hmm. uh, sources. They could come from burning coal, and I think 80% of our electricity in America comes from burning coal. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, there's not. Uh, I would have to. I'd be interested to see that it's better not to have the emissions from the car, which is yeah, better. Which because is you're still, more. You're still not having emissions from a battery-powered car. So, um, I think that the transportation and and all aspects of burning fossil fuels, because we're eventually going to run out of those too. Like yeah. Well, then, listen. You know, with these polar ice caps melting, oil companies are looking to move into where the ice is melting away. Wow. Making the problem even worse than it already yeah. is. Yeah, that's crazy. 
I did not hear about that, but that yeah. that's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and that's sure not going to discourage them to. No, that's just going to m- multiply the speed that they're yeah. melting at. Yeah, going to be encouraging people me? to burn more gas so they can have more places to. I Jack, that's a, that a good point. I think that transportation is definitely a big. Because mm-hmm. we a all big thing. Mitch and I were talking about it the other day, and we all need it. We all have to get we somewhere. We all need it to be. To it be is impossible a, to be completely just like you can't live using yeah. your to, your bicycle. It's yeah. just not going to work. Yeah, to be yeah. a functioning member of society, you have to have a exactly. well in our in our society. In our society, and, yeah. yeah, in our society, I mean, school is ten minutes away by car for me. Yeah, and it's below freezing out in the morning, and there's no way I could ride my bike to school there the thing, is but it, it, you know what if there's snow on the ground that yeah. completely change that completely complicates and your the, way of getting to school and the you know? thing with, you're trying to ride a bike through the snow yeah and the thing with the transportation is that like you said we have made strides we have electric cars we have you know up in northern indiana we live in indiana we have all those wind turbines i'm sure you guys have yep. seen them oh yeah there. if you're on your I way mean, up to chicago up your way to michigan yeah, there there's tons and tons and tons of them and, and I think clean energy sources have been – there have been lots of, like, mm-hmm. steps to get towards that. But the oil companies, they just have such a big – They're a huge influence, them. and there's a lot of money in it. Yeah. Uh, that's the biggest problem is how much money you can – there is in oil. Yeah. The two richest men in the world are oil tycoons, and they fund – they pay, pay, like, $700 million in uh, uh, election campaigns. Wow. Which is more than both the Democratic and Republican parties combined. <laughs> that's ridiculous. And I mean, it, that's I think is the biggest problem is these oil companies are able to do whatever they really want to do. Yeah. And it's because we need energy. Mm-hmm. And I think that more money should be spent on trying to figure out a good way to produce clean energy. You should all be, be Amish. <laughs> that would be. All right. See that's what that's another thing is that's, do we make sacrifices and change our lifestyle and I think or do we change the technology? And as sad as it is to say, I think that's completely unreasonable that yeah. I don't think if don't hold your breath on that. I yeah. don't think people some of us could change, but it would have to take like some crazy amount of destruction for people to be finally convinced that yeah. that is what would have to happen. And I think that it's just it's we're in a tough spot here trying to decide whether or not we should give up and yeah. just change our lifestyle or if we should because we can't we can't forward. go back all the way we can't take that yeah. many steps back mm-hmm. so, uh, but i think people are interested yeah we don't want to go back but i think people are more interested in going forward yeah, yeah. and developing these new technologies and to I, eliminate and everyone i think a lot more people care now than ever mm-hmm. which I is think good. that is true and which i think with good. the summit there's going to be an improved yeah um, number well uh quick question what are you guys thinking about doing when you get older is it anything anyone either you guys thinking going into energy Uh, sector or trying to help the environment i was going into telecommunications so uh i don't know and there's always a way to help the environment what about you jack you got any idea i don't know what i'm doing probably something in business and uh, it's not ruling out environmental science cpa that's not uh ruling out I, yeah, I you mean, don't have to be an environmental scientist, you know, right, to help the yeah. environment. It, there's ways everywhere. Exactly, and you can be and you can be a CPA and be and and be aware and be yeah, com- and volunteer, do yeah. do something, you know, and just yep. yeah, pay to help research that kind of I, thing. Yeah, I definitely easy. agree with Any, that. Anyone can do it. We can. I think that's mm-hmm. a big thing that should be emphasized. Mm-hmm. Do you guys feel social? One more question here. Do you guys feel socially responsible to, I don't know, make sure that the environment is taken care of? 
Do you feel a social obligation? Yes. A little bit. I feel more of a moral obligation than... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to get into morals versus social. I don't... Yeah. That's not what we're going for, but... Yeah, I think it's a lot of these or all of these things are a direct result of humans, and I am a human, and um, and a lot of these things I think it's important to see if you can reduce your carbon footprint, and if and I think that's a good first step, n- no pun intended. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's important to be. I think a f- good first step would, is to be aware of uh, what you personally can do to help out the environment. Well, boys, I, I like what I hear. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what humans are co- going to come up with next to mm-hmm. solve this great issue because it is urgent now, and I think people are starting to realize how important it is. It is. Mm-hmm. Weather's going to start changing. Water, the seas are going to get rough, and uh, mm-hmm. you know we're headed down a dark road, but let's see if we can make our way out, mm-hmm. hoping for the best. Yep. Well, uh, this has been yet another episode of Banter. Uh, I'm Mitch Brown. Eric Heisman. I'm Jack Thompson. And uh, the significance of this episode, Mitch, this is the final of the season, season one. It is. It is the last of the season, the last of 2015. Uh, season one. It's been a great it's season. It's been a blast. It's been a, blast. Yeah. It's been awesome. a great time, great topics, and I'm really looking forward to getting our next season going. But, yeah, season uh, we're scheduled two. next year in January. 2016. Stay, yeah, stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Better, bigger, better, faster, stronger. <laughs> We're going to be here. Well, Jack, I think you've got a little tune for us here to uh, sign off to. Yep. So, uh, well. I do. We've already signed off, but yeah. a little tune for us here mm-hmm. to close out the year. And I just want to say thank you for joining us. Yep. It's been a pleasure. It's been a definite pleasure. See you next year, everybody. Really free.